0: Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is going to be a special Christmas episode of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. It's part two of the 12 podcast of Christmas. Getting so close to the Christmas season, and I apologize. Our very first part one, we talked about joy, and I forgot to add Christmas music. I'm so sorry. How could we have a Christmas podcast without Christmas music? Well, the second thing I'm going to talk about in this series is the topic of angels. And we always, when it gets to Christmas time, we think of angels singing glory to God in the highest and angels appearing to Joseph and Mary. And so I wanted to just hit on the subject matter of angels. And it's really powerful to capture and to think about angels. It's it's amazing biblically. And so I'm going to look at some scriptures, and but I'm going to attack this in a few different ways. But most importantly, we're going to see what God's word says about the role angels play right now, not just in the Christmas story, but literally right now in our lives. So let's dive into this. Let me start off with this. What is an angel? And I'm going to go ahead and go from Wikipedia, you know, the the ever famous and accurate Wikipedia. Well, anyway, let me just give you what they say an angel is. An angel is generally a supernatural being found in various religions and mythologies. So let me just point out real quick. Angels are not aliens. I, I was tempted to have that be the podcast episode angels versus aliens <laughs> because I was at the gym the other day working out and watched this whole special on the history channel regarding aliens. Well, they're not, they're not aliens. They're a supernatural being found in various religions and mythologies. Abrahamic religions often depict angels as benevolent celestial beings who act as intermediaries between God, God, or heaven and humanity. Other roles of angels include protecting and guiding human beings and carrying out tasks on behalf of God. Abrahamic religions often organize angels into hierarchies, although such rankings may vary between sects in each religion. Such angels may receive specific names such as Gabriel or Michael or titles such as seraph or archangel. People have also extended the use of the term angel to various "...notions of spirits or figures found in other religion or religious traditions." The theological study of angels is known as angelology. Angels expelled from heaven are referred to as fallen angels or distinct from the heavenly host. And let me pause to say, I am not an angelologist on this podcast. I'm just going to talk about it in uh, not super in depth. All right. So apologies if I am not an angelologist and I'm not a complete expert. Okay. In fine art, angels are usually depicted as having the shape of human beings or extraordinary beauty, but no. Gender until the 19th century at least they are often identified in christian artwork with bird wings halos and light so there you go that's what wikipedia gives us as a foundational definition of angels but let me ask you today what is an angel to you or have you had an angelic or angel experience in uh, um we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about angels in terms of the Word of God, because again, there's some really cool stuff when we talk about angels and their important role to play in the work of God. Another article I came across was from a uh, website called Epic Crew, Epic Pew, not Epic Crew, EpicPew dot com. Actually, a Catholic, I believe, a Catholic website. Um, this is not a Catholic podcast. I am not Catholic. I'm a born again believer in Christ, which I think there are Catholic people that are that as well. So all I'm saying is I'm just saying it's from a Catholic, um, website called Epic Pew. All right. And so they had an interesting article and there's some good stuff in here called 10 facts about angels that will blow your mind. I'm Not going to do all 10. I'm just going to bring up five, but ones that I definitely agree with. All right. And here's the first one is that they exist you know how often? I mean, I'm I'm okay. I'm a Pentecostal guy, charismatic guy. But um, how often do we talk about angels and their importance and their role? And just we forget that hey, they exist. They're they're all around. I mean, I was talking to my worship team that I help lead worship with at my home church, and we were talking about angels the other day, and we're getting ready to pray, and we're like, whoa, there's probably most likely angels in the room right now. As we're praying, there's going to be angels in church today. And it just kind of boggled our mind. So remember angels exist everywhere. I mean, there's if there's, I posed this question to our worship team. I said, man, if there are 6 billion people on the planet, how many angels do you think there are? There's There's probably a lot. There's not just like Gabriel and Michael, you know, there's a whole bunch of them. So they exist. Exist. The very fact that they exist should blow your mind, and it does. It blows our mind. And uh, because what we're trying to get to today in this podcast is, which this article touches on a little bit, is that you know the world has created. And painted a picture of angels that's not really biblically accurate. And so I think when we read the scripture in just a few seconds can help bring some clarity to that. But just know they do exist. Angels are real, angels are active, angels are are um doing a work right now, right? So here's the second thing. It says immediately after the angels were created, the angels were tested by God. And let me just read this. It says we do not know for sure what this test was, but the consensus of the old theologians is that they were given the knowledge of the incarnate and that they would be called upon to worship Jesus. Most angels assented to God's will, but Lucifer refused to worship anything that had a human nature. Furthermore, it was revealed that the incarnation would happen through a woman and that uh, woman from that, from the moment forward would be venerated as queen of angels upon learning this lucifer cursed god and uttered i will not serve okay so that's a theory that's out there theologians talk about third thing hollywood has lied to you about angels and and this is so true whether it's uh the cute little kid from a wonderful life or Little babies or whatever it is, our world has has depicted angels. It's it's kind of like equivalent of this as we're talking about Christmas. It's kind of like Santa Claus, okay? It's like Santa Claus, and we we're probably going to get into that somewhere on the 12, 12 podcast of Christmas. Is that Santa Claus is a real dude, really existed, really loved Jesus, was really awesome, but he's not the fat Santa Claus that has reindeer in a sled um, <laughs> that goes into chimneys and things like that. So Hollywood has done a real poor job of angels and theologically way off, right? Here's the fourth one, which I thought was kind of cool. Angels move by quantum leaps. And here's the theory is that for us, if I was going to go from Southern Missouri to my home state of Nebraska, I would have to drive and I would have to drive through different towns, through Kansas city and up through Omaha, etc. But angels don't, or are not limited to that. They could go from here to Omaha, Nebraska, like, bam, and just be right there. So I thought that's kind of cool. Like, whoa, dude, that boggles my mind. And then the last one is angels have their own taxonomy. So this is what this means, uh, their own hierarchy. So let me just read this. It says, similarly, angels have their own taxonomical structure. They are organized into three hierarchies and nine choirs. Each hierarchy contains three choirs. The hierarchies do not have cool names, but the nine choirs do. So there, there's a real structure, or we see some Sense of structure regarding angels in the scripture. So there you go, some some facts that may or may not blow your mind. So let's get down to it today. Let's talk about the word. Okay, let's talk about the scripture and where we see angels appearing and what's happening and and uh, their roles in the scripture. All right. So again, this is something that we could dive deep into, but I'm just kind of broadly hitting some of these topics that we're going through in the 12 podcasts of Christmas. One of which is angels. All right. So here's the first one. Genesis 24 40 says, he said to me, the Lord before whom I walk habitually and obediently will send his angel with you to make your journey successful. And you will take a wife for my son from my relatives and from my father's house. Here's what I think is really awesome is that we like are in partnership. With with angels, we're like doing the work of God together. I mean, in this particular story, he said, "My angel is going to make your journey successful." So I think about, I mean, boil that down to your practical life: is that God has angels working on your behalf so that you could, could could succeed in that which He is calling you to do. So, in one sense, as a pastor, as I pastor church, I'm gonna have to be like, "Whoa." I'm going to need the help of angels to make sure that the calling of God in my life and what he's calling me to do will be successful. Uh, isn't that cool that the angels, God said, I'm going to send angels to make your journey successful. So it's like, you know, I I guess in one sense, we're, we're not praying to them, but we're partnering with them so that the work of God could be brought to fruition on this planet earth. And even in regards to our own lives, All right? Here's another one. Genesis 32 verse one, it says, then as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him to reassure and protect him. You know, this is, again, I think all these are are really cool. And I, I guess I just never took a lot of time to process this and I could even process this further, but angels Protect us. How many of you have heard stories of people that have been in accidents, things of that nature, and some of them actually saw a real angel, and they said they said the angel protected me. So think about that. And we can get this into, into this in a second, uh, the, the issue of guardian angels, that we, we all have one or might have one, but angels are there to protect us and to watch over us. Isn't that really cool? It says that. It says, as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him to reassure and to protect him. So just know that like, man, as I think about that, i'm thinking through stories in my life but there were probably moments in your life and there will be moments to come where angels will protect you all right and apologize on this this is like one of the first podcasts i'm doing at home late at night and i'm trying to be really quiet okay all right here we go next one psalm 89 verse 5 it says the heavens angels praise your wonders O lord your faithfulness also in assembly of the holy ones now here's something that's really cool is here's something that we have in common with the angels is that angels praise and worship the wonders of god and so do we and we see this that it's happening right now and it's going to happen for all of eternity that one of the things that is going to be evident and being done in heaven one day is that we are going to be worshiping and praising God and we're going to be doing it together and we're going to be doing it with a host of angels. So the heavens, the angels praise God, we get to praise God. And so there's, what's interesting is that although to clarify, we are not angels. We will never be angels, but yet we share some similarities, and there's some likenesses that we have. And one of the things that we similarities that we have is that we're both going to worship God, and we worship God right now. Cool, huh? All right, next one. Matthew 22 verse 30. As for says for in the resurrection, neither do men marry, nor are women given in marriage, but they are like angels in heaven who do not marry nor produce children. Now this was an interesting thought because Jesus is having a discussion and um, it's similar to uh, Rick Maynard. If you're listening, there's a guy in our church that his first wife died and he's remarried. And, you know, so they were posing this question, Jesus, like, okay, uh, if Rick's first wife died and now he's married. And well, in heaven, who's he going to be married to? Is he going to be married to both of them? And and so Jesus brought clarification. He says, well, that's not how it works in heaven because there's not marriage. But it's interesting that this, again, this verse says that, that uh, we are like, or we are going to be like angels in heaven who do not marry nor produce children. So that's one way uh, we are going to be like the angels is that one day we're going to lay down this earthly carnal body and we are going to step into a, a spiritual, a full spiritual state, supernatural state, which we are not fully operating in right now. And so we're gonna be like the angels in that they are they are supernatural and they're they're in a full spirit likeness where we are not yet, but where we will be someday. All right. Next one, Matthew 25, verses thirty-one. It says, but when the son of man comes in his glory and majesty and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Now, one of the things that we talk about in the realm of Christianity in the evangelical church is the return of Christ. That one day Jesus is going to return. And, you know, like, I think we think it's going to be a monumental, cool event, but even my daughter the other day, she was talking about like, well, we're just all going to disappear and, and no one's going to know what's happened, But, but what I think is interesting is that I saw this particular scripture happening a bunch of times. It says, when the son of man comes in his glory and majesty and all the angels with him, could you, could you imagine that? So Jesus, it's not just going to be Jesus popping out of the sky or however that's going to look. I'm not totally for sure. And I don't know. I, I don't know, period. But what I do know from scripture is that when he comes, all the angels are going to come with them. Could you imagine that? That's going to be like amazing. I think of all the Marvel movies or Lord of the Rings movies where like, you know, these epic battle seasons and there's just thousands of army people coming at one time and, and, and to think Jesus is going to come, just not strolling in, man. He's going to come in all of his power and his glory and all the angels. Think about that. That's awesome. All the angels uh, are going to be re-rolling in with Jesus. It's going to be a pretty cool thing, right? All right. A few more here. Mark 13, 32. But of that exact day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son of Man in his humanity, but the Father alone. Now, this is what I want to point out, which I think is important, is that the angels, although they are important and powerful and glorious and they're not God. Angels are not God. You see, there's a problem. Some people want to worship the angels. They want to give glory to the angels, but guess what? The angels along with us, we give the glory to God. We give the glory to Jesus Christ. All right. So remember that because some people, they get a little goofy, if you will, in that theology and that like, we don't worship, we don't pray to angels because we are like them and that we understand that there is one God and one God alone who is worthy of all the praise and all the worship and all the glory and all the honor and his name is Jesus. Amen. All right. Two more. Hebrews 1.14. Are not all the angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve, accompany, protect those who will inherit salvation Of course they are. And I love that's out of the Amplified. Angels, they are, think about this. They are ministering spirits, okay? I know it's a little crazy to grasp, but they are ministering spirits. And who are they ministering to? They're sent out to minister and they're sent out by God, okay, to serve and to accompany and to protect those who will inherit salvation so if you are one who knows jesus that is going to inherit salvation again whoa like just just grasp this for a second that god has sent out angels to serve and to accompany and to protect you man, Merry Christmas. (laughs) That's a great Christmas present. Thank you, Lord. And here's the last one. And we're going to wrap it up. Part two of the 12 days, 12 podcast of Christmas. Excuse me. That's a song. Hebrews chapter 13, verse two, it says, do not neglect to extend hospitality, to strangers, especially among the family of believers, being friendly, cordial, and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. For by this, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Okay. Here's what I now believe, which is kind of freaky, kind of scary is that I believe that you have already at some point in your life encountered an angel and you didn't even know it. (laughs) And when I read that scripture, it's like, whoa, because I think of, uh, I don't know, uh, today, the Salvation Army bell ringer guy, maybe that was an angel, maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, But I, I think, and I think it's probable, and I think it is Most likely, that at some point you will, or if not, will have several encounters with angels and you won't even know it. Isn't that powerful? Man, angels are powerful. They are so cool. They are God created supernatural beings that play a part of God's work. They play a part in our life, they play a part in the kingdom of God. And on this Christmas, we join with the angels and say glory to God in the highest. Hey, thanks for joining us on this part two of the 12 podcast of Christmas. Can't wait to bring you another one very soon. What, we, what will we talk about next? Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We will talk to you next time.